Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. What up, fam? Welcome to episode 57 of the Snapback Sports Pod. On this episode, we're recapping all 256 NFL games. We're going to the playoffs. Yes, the Eagles made it, so we're all going to the playoffs in this podcast. We'll also talk a little college football and much more. So let's get it. Also, shout out to Untuck It for sponsoring this episode of the pod. Down goes Frazier. Auburn's going to win the football game. Auburn's going to win the football game. Curry, way down top. Bang! Bang! Gives it to Jenkins for the championship. What up, fam? I'm your host, Jack Settlement from Snapback Sports on Snapchat. Joining me today, and as always, is my co-host and best friend, Abe Granoff. Abe, what's going on, man? Bienvenidos, Jack, from Mexico, baby. How are we? What does bienvenidos mean? Uh, shit, it might be might mean welcome, actually. Hola! <laughs> it's a beautiful day to be alive, plain and simple. It's a beautiful day. Don't let us in, you said. Let's. I, I, I warned everyone. What did I say? I said, do not let us in. Do not let us in. And what did they do? They let us in by the skin of our teeth. But God damn it, let's dance. Um, yeah, I mean. I'm look, juiced up. I'm juiced up. I think we're saving our four-game uh, preview for Wild Card Weekend. I don't know like who's playing, who's in it. My team isn't, yeah, but I heard there's oh some games God. next weekend. Um, but with that being said, yes, the Eagles are obviously going to beat the Seahawks, but I want to hear... all right? We'll get into it Thursday. I know, but I want to hear... We're going to do like an overall prediction for the playoffs. Um, so I want to hear the that's where you lose me. That's where you lose me. I'm focused on going one and oh this week. Okay. I respect that. and I appreciate that, but we (laughs) are doing a podcast, so you're going to have to get out of your one and no, um, you go Eagles first. I'll go Ravens after, and then we will kind of open it up to just general thoughts and our predictions for Super Bowl in Miami. Yeah, I mean, so this was the first time watching the Eagles game yesterday where I, I, I consider myself a very legitimate fan, a very knowledgeable fan. Jack, they were throwing to receivers that I had to Google the names of. It was absolutely <laughs> absurd. I, I, I do not know the players on this team at this point with all the injuries. That being said, um, Malcolm, Malcolm Jenkins, Eagles Pro Bowl safety, threw up an Instagram late last night. And this is exactly how I feel about the Eagles in the playoffs. His caption was, You ever had that friend that you frankly don't really like, and yet they always show up to the party, uninvited, super loud, and you know they're probably going to start a fight? Well, we're that friend. Let's have some fun. Fly, Eagles, fly. 
That's exactly how I feel about the Eagles. Nobody really thinks we deserve to be there, and rightfully so. We were 9-7, and seven, but we're there, and people aren't happy about it, and I guarantee you neither of those teams last night in that Sunday night football game wanted to play us. Um, I disagree. I told you like 10 times that the <laughs> Niners would smoke you guys. So you got lucky. By a single inch, you now have we'll a We'll find out next game. week. We'll find out and, next ne- two weeks from now. Well, <laughs> all right. So listen, as I've said, I'm rooting for you guys hard. I would love nothing more than to see you guys in oh, Miami. Cut this shit out. Your, cut this out. Your crap-ass football team. So I'm rooting for you guys. I just think once you beat Seattle – that it's going to kind of just fall apart after that. I but, see I see what you're doing with this opening round matchup between the Eagles and Seattle. You're already getting part? out in front saying it's obvious that the Eagles are going to win just it in is. case that they just in case they don't handle business on Sunday. Um then you're going to be have all the ammo in the world saying it's I disagree that you guys because beat Seattle. Who have I said is the worst team in the football in the National Football League all year from week 1? I've said it. If we run the tape from like a week or two ago podcast, I'm pretty sure you said it was the Eagles. Well, you guys are the worst football team in the playoffs, (laughs) without a doubt. But Seattle's the most overrated team, and now they're flying across the country. You missed the game last night because uh, you were practicing your Spanish, but uh, the game last night was insane. Like I declared the game over. I have one of those. Uh, you texted Broncos. me. You texted me. It was twenty to seven. Game over or something. You're playing Seattle. When it was twenty six fourteen, I posted on Snapback Snapchat saying Niners dagger. Uh, they get the one seed, and then like people are chirping me, chirping me, and it was really never in doubt. I mean, it was a whole inch separating the Niners from winning that game. It was a crazy game. Niners are the best team in the NFC. They deserved it. Incorrect. Incorrect. The best team in the NFC is the New Orleans Saints. That's, that is correct, but they don't have a bye, and Drew Brees is going to have to play one, potentially two road playoff games, and that is why I no longer believe they're going to make the Super Bowl. You had Green Bay from the beginning of the season. I had Green Bay and Kansas City. and so You're in good unfor- shape. Who did I have? I think I had the Eagles and the Colts, so I'm halfway there. <laughs> That's tough. Um, I just – Green Bay is so bad. All right. Can you – I think you're just pessim- – I mean, I guess I kind of am too because I said everyone stinks in the NFL. No, no, no. Green Bay is so, so, <laughs> so bad. Right. I get that. Um, I think they're the actually- worst 13-3 team of all time. The worst what team? 13 and 3 team of all time. Uh what's Sam Fran's record? 13 and 3. I think they're the worst 13 and 3 team of all time. So I guess the we'll Niners out. The Niners beat Green Bay by like 40 points. Yeah, in the regular season, all that's thrown out the window now. It's time to I've been saying it the entire year. The Niners are cuties. What do cuties do? They perform in the regular season and they show up to the playoffs and they shit the bed. Jimmy G's so first you don't think playoff. the Niners are gonna you don't think the Niners are gonna win a playoff game? Uh no. I don't. Because okay. I think the Eagles are going to win. I think New Orleans is gonna win. Obviously we'll dive in deeper more on Thursday's episode. And then that would put the Eagles in San Fran. I mean, you really think I'm putting the Niners over the Eagles? Come on, you're out of your mind. If you guys this might be a good good time to bring on your brother, but 
if you th- like the Niners beat you guys by double digits pretty easily. We didn't. Pl- oh, you mean they would? Yeah. All right. I need to bring him back up. So snapback fam. I'm on vacation in Mexico with my family. Introducing first time on the podcast. My older brother, Jake. Jake, say what's up to the snapback fam. What's up, snapback fam? Long time listener. First time on the on the pod. Um, you know, it's a pleasure to be here. I'm a, I'm a huge fan of you guys. and uh, You've been prepping that line, long-time listener. No, first time. no, 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 no. It's just the truth. But it's let's get into truth. it. We watched the Eagles game. We watched it at a bar. Actually, a very interesting dynamic. We watched it in a bar in Mexico. I swear it was half Cowboys fans and half Eagles fans. We had to struggle to find the game, but we found it. And it was a lot of clapping going back and forth when one thing bad happened, one thing good happened. I mean, Jake, we don't – this roster is decimated with injuries. We lost Brandon Brooks yesterday. No word on his status for on Sunday. We lost Miles Sanders. No word for his status on Sunday. But it's just like 2017 against the next man up. Tell Jack why – what's good with this Eagles team? Let me show you a couple of names here. <laughs> Boston Scott. Stunned. Sixth-round pick. What else you got? De, uh, Deontay Burnett. That's who I had to Google. Undra- Deontay Burnett. Undrafted. Greg Ward. Quarterback in college. Undrafted. <laughs> These are the guys that are currently leading the Philadelphia Eagles. Boston Scott yesterday had 54 yards and three touchdowns. He had a couple of catches for 80 yards as well. We're working with nothing here. And a stat came on uh, yesterday in yesterday's uh, game, I which I thought was, was amazing. And I'm going to take it from you, Abe. I think the Eagles are the, are the first team, I think it was, yep. in NFL history with a 4,000-yard passer and no receiver, not including tight ends, no receiver over 500 yards. How wild is that? That That's a that's a pretty significant stat. And over the past month, you just see Carson, what he's been working with, these, these, these weapons in quotes, if you will. These Applebee's waiters. And the fact that we suck into the playoffs and – at this point, like we say, like okay, we can maybe beat Seattle and then get the San Fran. I, I, I'm not going to make a pick, but I think anything can happen with this team if if everything's clicking the way that that it, that it is. You know, we definitely have the playoff experience. 49ers don't, so you, anything can happen. So I'm not going to give a pick yet, but just watch out. You know, it, it's it's our, there's already an Eagles line out there when we play Seattle next week, but. You know, just watch out. Jack, we need to talk about Carson Wentz, actually, because a few weeks ago you were talking that you would take a Kyler Murray over a Carson Wentz. I still would. you would. like to retract that statement? No. What? Wentz has been balling, without a doubt. But let me just give you an outside perspective on the Eagles and how you guys sound right that now. That was an it outside perspective. Like, huh? That was an outside perspective. There was no bias in that. Uh, but all you're doing is listing very, very bad players. <laughs> And saying that are are producing, producing sure, they're absolutely producing. And it sounds like you guys are super excited to be in the playoffs. And Mm -hmm. one playoff win would be massive. It would be Wentz's first playoff win. It would be just an acknowledgement that Doug had a great season coaching. It would be that once we get healthy, maybe next year. The Philadelphia Eagles and their fans have no interest in actually going to a Super Bowl this year because they know how do, it's how do you happen. figure? How do you so figure? So let's just stop wasting time on you because I can hear it in your voice once again. The confidence is low, and you know that when it and comes what happens, time, what happened last Greg week? What Warren happened last Jr., week when you thought the confidence Greg was low? Jor- Greg Ward Jr., this Burnett cat, 
Boston, New York, Scott Fitzgerald Johnson are not going <laughs> to be playing in Miami. So there's way yeah, too much time spent on spent on the Eagles. Team Jake, gets healthy in the next few weeks, and we're ready to go in the first though, week of February. I appreciate you, though. You are my favorite guest to date. Um, can we talk about some other teams? Because like we don't have look, to. I think I think you're going to beat Seattle, but realistically, this could be a, a just a massive waste of time is spending six minutes on the Philadelphia Eagles. Agree to disagree. Um, all right, so make your pick out of the NFC. That's not right fair. Now. That's Wh- not why? fair. Why? Fine, I'm taking the Philadelphia Eagles. <laughs> okay. I'm taking the Philadelphia um, Eagles and I'm taking the Kansas City Chiefs. But Andy who are you versus- taking the Eagles? Who are you taking the Eagles over? Let me do the math in my head. So San Fran. Well, you're saying you would play San Fran, so it's a pick between. Right, we play Green San Bay Fran, so Saints. then we'd play either New Orleans or Green Bay. Probably. Oh, I don't want to play. I think New Orleans would lose in Green Bay, but I still do think they're the best team in the NFC. I think it's a little too cold up there. Best team in the NFC is winning a single playoff game. Yet the worst team in the entire playoffs is going to the Super Bowl. Quality logic out of Abe Granoff here. Okay. Over to the AFC. First off, what is, what is everyone's record? What is everyone's record at the start of the playoffs? What's that have to do with anything? Who's mentioned it's record? A, it's a new season, my guy. Who's anything can happen any once you record? get in the dance. Who's mentioned any record? I just did. You guys are still the worst team in the playoffs. That's not up for debate. You have no talent. We have a home playoff game, and a lot of teams in the playoffs do not have a home playoff game. So we'll see what happens. Um, just, just four, but... Uh, I digress. AFC, your explanation for the Chiefs making it to the Super Bowl. Yeah, I mean, so they snuck in with a bye. It it seems like Miami always finds a way to do it once a year against New England. Um, They stink, by the way. They are awful, the Patriots. I mean, how many weeks ago did I tell you this? Right, but they'll probably go to the – I mean, they're going to play in Kansas City the second round, right, if they win the They're not going anywhere. They might not you beat the they Titans. Lose? They they genuinely may not beat the Titans. I think they beat the Titans. But they're going I to beat the they, Titans. I think they go to Arrowhead. Digits. Excuse me. I think they go to Arrowhead in the second round. And it's a little different story that Kansas City defense is taking form like I thought it was in the first few weeks of the season when you said it was <laughs> the worst defense in football, which they was were. just blasphemy. They were not they were. the worst defense in football. They were middle of the I, pack. They weren't the what they should have been. first weeks of the season, they were a bottom five defense. I, I don't think that stat is true. Okay. But, see, you could just make up stats on this podcast, and just, I have no— Maybe you I should come talk. prepared. Maybe you should come prepared. Yeah, I am prepared. I just came prepared with my Super Bowl pick. Okay. Um, but the offense is clicking. 31 yesterday. I get it was against the Chargers. But what is that, six in a row from Kansas City or something like that? They're ending the year on a high note. Um— some would say they're peaking too early, but some would say other teams are peaking too early that have won 100 in a row like the Baltimore Ravens. But nonetheless, um, I don't know. I think that stage for Lamar, I think you guys are going to the AFC chip. Don't get me wrong because you're getting what, Houston or Buffalo? Or Tennessee, yeah. Oh, my God. So you'll win that game. You'll, go, you'll have Kansas City in your building in the AFC championship. You'll be ready to go. You'll have a few twisted T's in the parking lot. You'll make some bold predictions. But, Jack, I'm sorry to say 
it's all going to come crashing down because Patrick Mahomes is a step above Lamar Jackson. He's a step above the MVP of the league. He's a step above yeah. 36 passing touchdowns. He's a step above 6.9 yards per carry, 1,200 yards rushing. Yeah, if you wouldn't mind, could you rally off Patrick Mahomes' stats yeah. from last year as well? You act like Patrick Mahomes just became a nobody this year. He's still Patrick right. Mahomes. He's still the same guy who threw 50 touchdowns last year. Sure, but why is he a step above the current MVP of the league? Because he's just earned that right. He took him to the AFC chip last year. He's more experienced. Lamar in his one so playoff career start. So he won a single home playoff game. Nice. In, one, in his one playoff career start, had the three worst quarters probably in NFL playoff yeah, history. And, in, and and all he did was work this offseason and end up with 36 passes. So, so, so show me. So show me. But until sure. proven otherwise, I'm rolling with Mahomes and I'm rolling with the Kansas City Chiefs. Just be gracious that to. I picked you guys for the AFC championship game because that is not something – that you should take lightly that I've done once in our lifetime. You, you've you picked us to win a home playoff game against the, the Bills. Congratulations. You deserve a medal. You should, you should, I should be congratulating you. For what? For, a, for winning a home playoff game. Oh, boy. You um, woke up on the wrong right. side of the bed this morning. Well, I mean, it's just there's too much. The Eagles, there's just there's. So uh, you're bringing them up now, not me. You're, we were talking yeah. about the Ravens and the Chiefs. But you're saying I'm waking up on the wrong side of the bed. But all you're doing is picking the shitty ass Eagles to go to the Super Bowl and the Ravens to not make it. So, like, so, what do you expect? My, you expect me to be ecstatic? No, I expect you to come on. Just give me okay. a little something to work with here. Like, okay, um, <laughs> okay, maybe the Eagles here, to the Super Bowl is a little bit. I'll say it. It's a little bit, um, how we say, outrageous. But picking the Chiefs over the Ravens isn't that bold of a pick. No, no not at all. You've um, been saying right, the Chiefs are going to the Super Bowl. I said it preseason. I'll say it again. But I'm not going to say it. Because here's, <laughs> here's the breakdown of the AFC. Bills-Texans. Um, the Bills might win that game. Yeah, who, who cares? Yeah, no. Who, like, like we said, it's that early one o'clock game, the fir- or four well, o'clock, whatever four, time it is, yeah. the first game of the playoffs, where it's like, I don't care, but hey, you want to ride a prop with me? So we watch yeah. it. It's that kind of game. So Tennessee, New England. Tennessee is a good offensive team, so they'll be able to get some points on New England. But their defense is really bad, and the way to beat New England right now is actually to have a good defense because you can just make Brady look like shit. You blitz him, play man on their on their crappy weapons. Um, so that game's probably a toss-up, but I, I mean Ryan Tannehill has literally never played a good game against the New England Patriots. So you think Belichick I, is losing to one of his former players in yeah. in Vrabel? It's not going to happen. Yeah, it's it's very doubtful. But listen, this is this is yesterday. I'm rooting for New England, um, which definitely hurt. There were a ton of ups and downs. The Chiefs were trailing, and then the Patriots. Oh, I didn't were even trailing. think about that. You wanted to play New England in the. Yes, we wanted to play New England, but more importantly, at one point, the Chiefs were trailing. If they had lost to the Chargers and then Houston plays their starters and beats Tennessee, then we have to play the Chiefs and the Patriots. So we avoided that. We wanted the Patriots. Houston would have gotten the bye? Yeah. No, no, no. New England would have, but Houston would have jumped to three, which means whatever. So we avoided having to play both New England and Kansas City, which is good. 
We wanted to play New England because, as everyone knows, and I've been saying it for eight weeks now since before we played them, I told you we would blow them out, that they're not good. Well, everyone kind of knows that now. And we have to come to the realization that the AFC Championship will be Lamar Jackson versus Patrick Mahomes, which is I think everyone's excited about that as a football fan. I know you don't like the Ravens, and I know you're going to be rooting for the Chiefs, but that's probably the best game that you're going to get this year, potentially. Yeah, no, I, I agree on that front. Um, it's just like two of the most exciting players in football right now. Yeah. Um, it's like I was listening to some radio show or whatever, and they were talking about how in the Super Bowl they need they need a Patrick Mahomes or a Lamar Jackson, but the contrary Which they was like— get. The contrary was like, what if it's a Tom Brady versus Drew Brees? And it's like the old timers battling it out the end of their careers that are still playing at an elite level. So obviously that's not the most entertaining form of football. You obviously no, want people to do not in. want no one wants New England in. No. Well, yeah, Literally. everyone in the country, everyone in the country hates the Patriots. That's right. But I'm just saying, but I'm like, saying in terms yeah, of the storyline of Brees versus Brady. But that's the thing. Storylines are great. But we actually care about the product on the field. Like, think about last year's Super Bowl. It was miserable. And then think about last night's Sunday night football game. An incredible game. And with Lamar Mahomes, you're almost guaranteed an incredible, exciting game. So, AFC Championship in the bank. 3.05 Eastern kickoff. Come on down. You know where I'll be. Lot H in the tailgate lot. Um, here's the deal. Lamar Jackson just, is 4 just going right past the, the divisional round like that. Yeah, that's what the best teams in the league do. They win their home playoff game uh, in the divisional. I guess we'll round. find out, huh? Um, Just don't get don't get too carried away. I care about you. All right. Twelve twelve consecutive wins. Top five offense. Top five defense. Averaging two hundred yards passing, two hundred yards rushing. The all time rushing leader leader of all time is the Baltimore Ravens now. Um, after a massive that's all thrown out the window. Yards. By the way, the pass is sure, the pass. It's time sure. for the playoffs. Top five defense. Top five special teams. Top five coaching, the MVP of the league. I'm feeling good. Lamar Jackson, four losses in his career, 19-4. and four. He's lost twice to who? Patrick Mahomes in Arrowhead, one time in overtime, outside of an insane Mahomes throw across his body lob that was caught by Tyreek Hill. Ravens probably win, they lose. Game two, Ravens get blown out. Uh, our first loss of the season. Lamar brings us all the way back. We lose by five. Game looked closer than it really was. It was a convincing Chiefs win. Since then, we have replaced six starters on defense. We've become a top five defense. Chiefs also made massive improvements on the defensive side of the ball. Listen, Lamar Jackson, he, all he Why cares about. Why are we doing an AFC Bur championship preview for wild card weekend? Nate Burleson said it on the podcast. You heard it from the man himself. Lamar Jackson cares about one thing, one thing only. It's winning a football game. It's winning and going. So why don't you the win Super the divisional Bowl. round first? Uh, because we already won it. We already won that oh, game. That God, game is Jack. over. We might have to. Whoever cut. we're Charlie, playing, it's Charlie. Over. We might have to cut that tape. This right is there. this Abe. This is what happens when you're the best team in the fucking league. You you just beat teams because you're better than them. You're better than them. You, you don't understand it. You go into every game thinking you could win, and you do this rah-rah, hoo-hoo. This is not what the best teams in the league do. They play at home in the divisional round, and they go to the AFC Championship. AFC Championship, sure. Different story because you're playing the second best team in the league, which is the Chiefs right now. The Ravens are one, and the Chiefs are two. We've won 12 straight games. People got bored somehow. 
I don't know why, but we have a secondary to match up with the Chiefs. We have an offense that can keep the ball out of Mahomes' hands. We are going to Miami, and I cannot wait. It's just blowing my mind how you just did it. I got I got yelled at for doing a six-minute thing on the Eagles making the playoffs because that's what happened in the past 24 hours, whereas you just spent X amount of time blobbering, whatever that you want to call that, on a game that potentially might not even happen in three weeks. So we've well, got what, well, I told you, I told you that this episode was a Super Bowl preview episode, a playoff preview, and we don't need to even worry about the rest of the games because we know what's going to happen. Mahomes is coming to the bank, and the Ravens are going to win. So that's my FC preview. NFC side, it gets complicated because I do think the Eagles will win. I'm rooting for them so so badly. Shut um, up! Shut up! I think that the Vikings are being severely underrated. I really, really do. The problem is you have Kirk Cousins and it's in the <laughs> So Exactly. I, you have I mean the good thing on for the Vikings on that front is that the game is during the day. Correct. It's not on Monday night. So I I'm not I'm gonna wait till Thursday. I gotta think about it more. But I it really would not shock me, but just for safety purposes, I'm probably gonna ride with New Orleans. Listen. Green Bay, overrated, but Breeze goes there, and I'm sure they'll squeak it out again. Sam Fran is the best team in the NFC. They've been the best team all year, and the Jimmy G slander, it needs to stop because Carson Wentz has been playing out of his mind. Here we and go. Also, you keep bringing up the Eagles. It's and just unbelievable. But, They're in your head. Also, They're in your head. And, well, yeah, because I want them to get to Miami. I'm very oh, focused on that team in green <laughs> on the right side of the bracket. San Francisco, Jimmy G. All he's done is win games, and it's not he's, he's not he's not managing games. He didn't throw a single incompletion in the second half in Seattle last night. Dude, Jimmy G, he's not the he's not the real deal. Like he's not a, he's not a top three quarterback in the league. He's plenty he good, good to win night. a Super Bowl. He had a good game last night. No, no, no. He's had. He scored 48 in New Orleans, your best team in the NFC. He smoked Aaron Rodgers with 30-plus points. He went to Seattle, won the division, got the one seed. Stop with the Niners slander. They're not cuties. They're going to play in an NFC championship. No team that's one of the four teams left in the league is a cutie. Um, they're not one of the four teams left. They will so. play in the NFC championship. All right, we'll find out. I don't think they will. I really don't. I think they are the Denver Nuggets of the NFL. And Jimmy right, G so, is that fat boy Nikolo Jokic, except just a little bit more attractive. Plain and simple. You just, you just say things. Carson Wentz I've been saying it all year. Too, I'm not talking so about why? Carson Wentz. Get the Eagles out of your mouth. No, I'm not no, because no, you about picked Carson Carson them to Wentz. go to the Super Bowl. So why is Jimmy G a cutie? Why aren't the Eagles cuties? They're 9-7. and seven. They fucking blow. Because they have the experience. They've been there before. They have the What experience does Carson Wentz have in the playoffs? What experience? I'm, I'm saying the organization, Jack. Oh, the, organization oh, the Niners. The, the Niners don't have experience. They haven't won six Super Bowls. The Niners don't have experience. Oh, in Richard the 1980s? Richard, in the 1980s? You want to go back to that? In the then? 90s. Richard Sherman doesn't have a Super Bowl. He's not a defensive captain for them. Shanahan hasn't play, uh, coached offensive oh, he, coordinator he, he, oh, to oh, go to a Super Bowl. Oh, he coached a Super Bowl for sure. <laughs> he coached oh, he a, went Super to a Super Bowl for sure. Okay. So everyone, every team has experience. The only time that teams don't have experience, quote unquote, is when their quarterbacks don't. So you can't say. So let's just go by experience. Uh, Tom Brady will make it. D 
Deshaun Watson, I don't think he has a playoff win, so he's out. Lamar doesn't. Mahomes has won one, so he's due for an AFC champ. Oh, Russell Wilson has made a Super Bowl. He's due. Uh, Breeze has a Super Bowl. Cousins out. Rodgers in. Like, that's not how it works. Listen, man. Listen. I've been saying it the entire year. Jared Goff went to the Super Bowl last year. That organization had zero. The Niners will falter. The Eagles perform well. The, at their best, when their backs are against the wall, we've seen that these past few weeks, and we have performed. At yes, best. you guys have just absolutely ravished the Washington Redskins, New York Giants, New York Giants, and Dallas Cowboys. Like you guys are find ways to win football games, peaking. man. Find yeah, ways to no. win football games, and yeah, on to no, the no, next no, one. The pass is the pass. Explain how Jared Goff got to the Super Bowl. I'm no not experience. worried about the past. I'm not worried about the past. But I just don't understand. What's experience have to do with anything? I'm saying when. Time comes, the organization, and everything. Wait, you're not worried about the past. You're not worried about the past, but you're referencing experience. And experience, the only thing that experience is, is a summation. You're you're trying to do anything I can to to take the Eagles out of my Super Bowl prediction. No, I want the Eagles to go to the Super Bowl. I just want you to explain your hatred for the Niners and why you think experience matters, but the past doesn't. When experience is the past, that is the definition of experience. I've seen it this year. I've seen it with Jimmy G. There are faults, and I think. What have you seen? Give me an example. Point to a game. Holds on to the ball too long, especially in that Seattle game in overtime when he could have drove down and won the game. He's had a a few. So instead, he did it. Shut up. Shut up. I'm talking. Shut up. So instead, he did it last night. I didn't watch last night, so I can't speak to that. But, okay, well, he didn't throw an incompletion, and he led multiple game-winning drives. Holds on to the ball too long. He's too good-looking. Can't take a hit. The 49ers are going down in the second round of the playoffs. I've been saying it all year. You act like this is a new take I'm standing. I've been dying on the hill that the 49ers That's will crumble fine, in the but playoffs. but you don't have any grounds for it is my point. There's no basis for I gotta Because they don't play this week. They don't play this week. i got to take one week at a time, see who they play, go through the matchups, but I know for a fact they won't win a playoff game. Oh, my God. Would you like I don't to know why you're the biggest, I don't know why Would you're you the like, biggest Niners no, I'm because I'm focused on this week. Maybe next week we can make a wager. Because but this the week best, I'm focused on beating Seattle. Because they're the best team in the NFC. That's why I'm so, so focused you, on so the So you think. So you think. Well, I think I, it's New I, Orleans. Okay. And New Orleans, when Drew Drew Brees has to go outside and play in the cold, we know how that goes. So, yeah, We'll find out. Okay. I'm going to read an ad. Let you, let you uh, <laughs> gather yourself. I think you need to calm down throughout uh, this ad. You with more than 50-plus fit combi- combinations, untucked shirts look great on tall, short, slim, and athletic guys of all ages. You can find your favorite untucked style online or check out one of their 80 brick-and-mortar stores. Choose from styles like wrinkle-free button-downs, super soft flannels, outerwear, and more. With untucked, your shirts will never look baggy, bulgy, too long, or too big again. And their website is super easy to use. They have, even have a whole page devoted to helping you find your fit. Whether you're shopping for the perfect gift or just trying to create a smart, relaxed style of your own, Untuck It is the way to go. Visit UntuckIt.com and use code BLUE for 20% off at checkout. That's UntuckIt.com, promo code BLUE for 20% off your order. UntuckIt.com, promo code BLUE. Just scrolled past an Instagram. Just wanted to say happy birthday, Carson Wentz. Didn't know it was his birthday today. Happy birthday, Carson. Happy birthday, my quarterback, number 11. Wentz has been playing great, I will say. Oh, and happy birthday, LeBron. LeBron And Tiger. And Tiger. Wow, what a day. A bunch of goats. Two quarterbacks led their team in rushing yards this season. Do you know who they were? 
Um, I'm going to guess that one was Lamar Jackson. That's correct. And the, the other 1,206 was... yards. That's an NFL record. And Kyler Murray. That's incorrect. Does Jake know? That's incorrect. Not a bad guess because Singletary oh, no. and Gore split time. The answer is Ryan Fitzpatrick. Two, Ryan Fitzpatrick, oh. 243 rushing yards for the Miami Dolphins. Wait, um, is that just like a Snapple fact you read this morning? Like, What, what made you bring that up? You just wanted to yeah, see Field Jackson Yates. again? I just, I, just, I just thought that was interesting. Um, oh, I also have right. a stat I wanted to bring. Can we go back to the 49ers for a second? Sure. I actually had a stat saved. I forgot to bring it up. But I was watching some television yesterday. People were talking about rah, 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 this 49ers defense. Rah, 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 blah, blah, blah. No, their defense has been miserable. Yeah, exactly. Weeks one through nine. Unbelievable. Who'd they play? Absolutely nobody. They gave up 12.8 points per game. They gave up 103 yards on the ground. Goal-to-goal touchdown percentage. I just learned what that set was last week, by the way. Uh, 50%. Impeccable. But since week 10, where they've started to play some real teams, and they've gone... I don't know. They've had three losses, right? Yeah, they've lost two games. Three, whatever. Three games. They've given up 27 points per game, 122 yards on the ground, and 93% goal-to-goal touchdown percentage. That defense isn't as good as people think it is because it was so stellar in the beginning of the year when they played a bunch of nobodies. And that's all I have to say about the 49ers. To, just because our boy KJ, CEO of Blue Wires and Niners fan, I'm pretty familiar we, with them. We're going to need him on. We're going to need him on. Yeah, we might need him. Well, we'll save him for the Super Bowl episode. But he um, for what? Uh, they they've lost a few players. Not lost. They had a few players go down. Oh, we want to bring up injuries. Okay. I but they're going to be back for the playoffs. So I think that's a fair basis to say why they will be much improved on defense. And that's more proof to my point that Jimmy G has been playing well, very, very, very well. Oh, Jimmy's making something out of nothing, Mazel Tov. All right, we've got. Um, there's, there's, uh, how many teams? Four, four, eight. There's eight teams 16, that don't have. There's eight teams, teams that don't have a buy. There's one team that's gonna falter. That expectations are high, and there's one team that will surprise. Who are those teams? Define falter because does falter mean that a a team that has a buy doesn't win a playoff game? Because yes, that realist- would be faltering. Okay. Um, and a team that would surprise? Well, I think we already know who I think is going to surprise. But So we'll skip that one. But a team that could surprise everyone. I feel like you might ride a little Kirk Cousins. Obviously, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> I'm because... staring at the Minnesota Vikings <laughs> logo right now. Yeah, no, I'm definitely not going to take that. Literally, angle. the thought that just went through my head was this. Am I about to buy a Vikings jersey and bet on them to beat the Saints? Like, that's disgusting. You know what, Jack? But it did go through my head. I'm going to go with the Buffalo Bills. I really do think they can win in Houston next week just because you absolutely have no idea what Houston team is ever going to show up. It's a coin flip. Uh They They could be brutal. They could be unbelievable. And then they head to the bank, right? Would that be the situation? Well, well, that's assuming the Patriots if New England win. win, if sorry, assuming New England wins, then Buffalo comes to the bank. Yeah. Listen, I'm not going to go out on a limb and right now say that Josh Allen's going to come in and rob the bank and Lamar Jackson, but I'm just saying I think the Buffalo Bills aren't that bad. I wouldn't be they're, surprised. 
finally. It only took you 17 weeks. No, the Bills are solid. Um, there are like I trust the Bills way more than the Titans. There are worse matchups. So I think that's important to point out. It's all about matchups. This is the thing with the NFL, right? These teams over the course of 16 games have solidified themselves as, okay, we're good here, we're good here, we're, you know, we are this good, we're the third best team. But when you get to the playoffs, it's all about matchups, right? So, like, a team like the Bills might be the fifth best team in the AFC, but they're probably the second toughest matchup for the Ravens. Which is crazy to say. Like, you would think Houston would technically have to be better matchup, New England, the Chiefs. But no, it's the Bills because they play really stout defense. We had problems with them in Buffalo. We squeaked it out. But that game was much closer. I mean, it came down to a fourth down stop. So I agree with you. I even think the same is true. If Tennessee beats New England, Buffalo beats Houston, I think Buffalo could give Kansas City problems. I need, I need you. I need you to take the stand on the Minnesota Vikings just for my pleasure. Just tell me why. I'm going to do it on Thursday. I'm going to do it on Thursday. But they're your big surprise, so let's hear why. Because they get Dalvin back. They have. I mean, none of, none of your explanation will say the words Kirk Cousins, I assume, right? They, get, they have two top ten wide receivers in the league, I believe. Um, they have a... They they have a, a fairly fairly good coach. I'm a big fan of uh, Zimmer. Yeah, I'm a fan of Zimmer. Breeze in the playoffs, man. I mean, listen, he's just never has a Super Bowl. Has a Super Bowl. Yes, he does, without a doubt. He has a Super Bowl, but he has never gotten done. It's mostly on the road, so I think that's why. The, if this game was not in the state of Louisiana, there's no doubt I'm picking against Breeze. Um, but. If you want to go back, I know you don't like the pass. You only like experience. But let's go back last year. Your Eagles had them on the ropes. I think that this Vikings team is a much more, much more complete and better team than you guys were. So I think there's the potential of that. I think the the one matchup nightmare, but he's a matchup nightmare for everyone, is Michael Thomas. There's no one I think We talked about it last week. You just have to accept that he's going to get his 10 from 120 and – at least one touchdown. You just have to accept it right. and try and so take everything else So can the out. Vikings score um, you know, enough points in that dome? I think they can because their defense, is, it's really strong. It's a solid defense. You know, what's, you know what's funny about the narrative about Drew Brees and the Saints? How does that narrative change if that call goes the other way against the Rams in the NFC Championship last year? I mean, there's no doubt in my mind that he would have put on a better show than what Jared Goff and the Rams did in the Super Bowl. That was the worst Super Bowl ever. It's yeah, just that was it's funny bad. how that one call has just washed the narrative of Drew Brees in the playoffs, like you're saying right now, when realistically, he very well could easily have another Super Bowl if that was the correct call. He could, um, but he's also had 14 other years to prove himself in the playoffs, and he never has. And the Minnesota Miracle spurned them, and they could have beaten you guys with foals. Like, yeah, these they've had absolutely brutal playoff exits. That's a well-documented thing. Um, you know, some some guys win, some guys lose. Tom Brady always seems to be on the right side of D Ford offsides, and Drew Brees seems to be on the wrong side, which is why I think you know maybe the Vikings have a little a little something in them. I, I'm upset that you didn't get to watch the game last night, and I know Twitter wasn't really loading for you. But did you know that the Saints got burned by a non-reviewed pass interference yesterday? The, the Seahawks, you mean? No, the. The Seahawks were third and goal. Yeah, you, said, you just said the Saints. I know, because 
because the Niners then won the game, the Saints missed oh, that on the <laughs> Poetry in motion, my friend. Poetry so in motion. Even when they got the rule changed for themselves and it wasn't their game, but um yeah, the Saints got burned. But like even if they review that, you know like it takes moving mountains to actually overturn it. I mean it it was pretty blatant. I did see the highlights, but like we've seen it this year that an onside kick success rate is higher than Reversing yeah. a pass interference. So that's they partially thanks to just the Atlanta Falcons, honestly. The best part, the best part is that I think it was Dean Blandino. I don't know who it was, but one of the head of referees said that they did review it in New York, but there wasn't enough. There wasn't even enough contact to make the refs review it. Yeah, I mean, so not only are they not saying they missed the review, they're saying they it was so minimal. It, it's just it's terrible. There, no one's right. calling it. I got to bring in Jake for one more time. We've each given our Super Bowl prediction um, early on so far. Jake, come back in. Send us off with your Super Bowl prediction. And come on, g- give the Eagles some love, would you? You know what? I'm going to be more rational here. And, and, Jack, I'm a little disappointed. I think you're really disrespecting New Orleans. You know, Okay. No, that's fair. San, you've been talking about San Fran all pod, who are 13-3. and three. They're you know currently slotted as the best team in the NFC, but – New Orleans has the same exact record. Green Correct. Bay has the same exact record. Green Bay is going to be the team that I think falters. I think New Orleans, there's no shot they lose to Minnesota. I think they go into Green Bay and up. I mean, is it really considered an upset if they go into Green Bay? I don't think so. I think they beat Green Bay. Green Bay, they they should have won. I mean, they did win yesterday, but they should have blown that Lions team out, and, and they're struggling. I, I'm not into Green Bay at all. I think New Orleans this year, you know, after last year's you know, debacle versus the Rams, that referee crap. I think they go and honestly win the Super Bowl. I'll say it flat out. Um, you know, they definitely have a chip on their shoulder. They, they've only had three losses this year, two fluke losses, one to Atlanta, which, I mean, they knew that they played horrible. Um, that San Fran game, which was – It was his last person to have the ball. That was exactly. that game was. I think New Orleans will go into San Fran in the NFC Championship in, and, and bounce back against them and, and, and win and go to the Super Bowl. Um, I just think, you know, they're, they've been getting it together over the past few weeks. You know, they have something to prove. I think this is going to be Drew Brees, you know, walk into the sunset, if you will, um, and go and surprise and beat San Fran. Um, in the AFC, I, I do agree with, with Abe. I think KC comes out. I think, you know, I do agree. I think they go into Baltimore and, you know, they take down Lamar, I think. It's the experience factor there. I'm really interested to see how Lamar comes, you know, with, you know, all eyes on him and AFC Championship in Baltimore. I know he played that playoff game last year where he was absolutely brutal, dreadful. I, I personally thought probably 90% of the world thought this guy cannot be an NFL quarterback after that showing. But, you know, he surprised. He is the MVP of the league. But, you know, I think with KC's defense coming together, as we've spoken about, I think they go to the Super Bowl, and I think – New Orleans takes down KC in the Super Bowl, which I think we get both sides of it, right? We get the, the old time in Drew Brees. We oh, get the yeah. new time in Patrick Mahomes. I think that would be a great game. Um, but I just – I really see – you know, obviously I want the Eagles to get there, but I'm not there with them. Uh, it's You know, it's they don't have enough. Um, I think the New Orleans Saints win the Super Bowl this year. Well, I think it's – when, when, you, when you are ready, I think they have enough. So just join. That Jake, was a- thank you for – Jake, thank Jake, you for coming on. Always are you welcome. sure? Are you sure you're related to Abe? That was a painfully rational outlook. 
Someone's got to be rational. In this I've got a brand to protect, my friend. I do think the Eagles win this week. Oh, uh, that's a lot. That's a lot. Yeah, Seattle, they don't have enough. You know, losing all those running backs, I just don't think it's going to work well for them. And, you know, I think the Eagles are going to come out firing at home. And then, you know, there's another pod next week. So who knows? Maybe I'll be in town. <laughs> Yeah, just delay delay the inevitable. I do um, like yeah. what Jake said about Green Bay, honestly. We've been kind of off them the entire year. I mean, Jake and I were watching the Packers-Lions game yesterday, and the stat popped up that at one point Aaron Rodgers was 2-for-11 with 29 yards. And a couple weeks ago you mentioned it, Jack, and I started to look out for it. Sure, Aaron Rodgers doesn't turn the ball over, but because he doesn't do it on purpose, he literally just throws the ball away. Thank like 10 you. yards away from his receiver so a defender cannot make the play. Since you said it, I've started to look out for it. And I I like what Jake said. That Green Bay team, their defense is very bend, don't break. We've talked about that all year. And Rodgers, is he the Aaron Rodgers that we all know that everyone thought he was the most talented quarterback of all time still? I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I picked them to go to the Super Bowl, and I could not be more off them. I, that's the that one buy, that I That have. buy is huge, though, because Lambeau is a very home field advantage. If it's, if it's the frozen tundra that everyone expects it to yes. be, that's a big home field advantage. Um, I, I, I will respond to Jake in terms of New Orleans. I agree. I think the Saints are, they are a very good team. It just worries me that Breeze would have to play on the road twice, potentially. That's all. That's my doubt for them. I don't want to pick the Vikings, but for my own entertainment Please and do. self Please do. self hate, I'm going to on Thursday. Um, <laughs> I don't. All right. I don't. Oops. <laughs> Let's close with college football playoff. So, as predicted, Joe Burrow. All we have to say is Joe Burrow. That's all. Yeah, but let's give ourselves some love. Clemson Tigers over Ohio State. All I had to hear about, best team, best team, best team, best team. Clemson stinks. They haven't beat anyone. The ACC, blah, blah, blah. Clemson played, like, I would say 50 minutes of dog dog crap football and still beat the best team in the country, allegedly. They're not the best team in the country. I mean, this LSU team, I've, I haven't seen anything like it in, in recent memory. I, I just imagine don't. Imagine a team that goes 14-0 in the SEC, runs through the SEC, uh, has the greatest I, – I genuinely believe the greatest single season by a quarterback in college football it's, history. It's hard, it's hard to put that at him above Tebow and what Tebow did. He did break yeah, some of his Tebow's records. Was, Tebow's was – inspirational the dude i guess tebow's is more of like the best career of all time if you want to say right in a single joe burrow threw seven touchdowns and a half one half wow i'm looking at it now clemson plus six yes um are we gonna take clemson let's just let's just get one thing out of the way and then we'll finish our college football playoff talk somehow in some way the texas longhorns we're very close to beating LSU. I think that's the biggest shocker of the entire season. Okay, now that's out of the way. Let's talk about the national championship. Okay. <laughs> I mean, six points, you think about it, in college football is like a very small spread. It's like it's if it's like two and with how many points are scored. It's, but, yeah, it's one score. So, as you all know, I work at a, a sports gambling provider, right? And we were doing look-ahead spreads a few weeks ago for potential national championships. And we priced up, as well as the rest of the market, Clemson at minus one against LSU. Essentially a pick And that performance by Joe Burrow and LSU catapulted them about seven points. It's just wild to think what they did to Oklahoma. Um, 
I was so in on Oklahoma and Jalen Hurts. And I just – every time I looked up, LSU was walking into the end zone. It was unbelievable. Yeah, well, people will definitely blame the defense as they should. Like, they they got one single stop in the first half. But Hurts – Hurts' second half of the year, once he faced real competition, was quite unimpressive. Um, they were they were like you know the team that got in because they just didn't lose enough. Like everyone else had two losses, they had to be in. But the co- people want the college football playoff expanded for what reason? Literally for what reason? So that we could see LSU rummage through Utah and then do it against Oklahoma and then get to play Clemson. Like how much better would me- that game have been if LSU played Baylor? It would have been 100 to, like, four. Yeah, that would have been ugly. But the thing is, is that this is the reason the college football playoff is here, is so that in a year like this year, no one actually cares about the four team. It's the top two because Clemson would have gotten left out because of the media bias against them, and they go and beat Ohio State. So the college football playoff has done its job. Four is the correct number. Let's just get ahead of that. Like, if you don't – I mean. if you don't get in, you don't deserve to be in. Be one of the top teams. It's so not even like you don't get in. There are playoff games before the playoffs. People fail right. to realize just that. Not, There's right. playoffs just that not, determine the final four. If you win, everyone knows what they need to do towards the end of the season to get in. And it's like, why don't you consider those playoff games? Because there isn't the logo flashing at the bottom of your television screen. Like It's still a playoff game. It's, it's absurd that people want to move it to eight teams because – you get the eight teams, and then what's the argument? Who the ninth and tenth are getting left out? It's it's just a continuating thing. Four is the right number. I know people want to see it as more because they want to see their teams in these situations. But handle your business, and you know what it takes to get to the playoff. And it's not like the committee's going to shock you. Everyone knows what teams need to do in order to get in. I forget exactly what the situation was for Oklahoma to get in. Someone had to lose, right? It was like Utah. Utah lost Utah the Pac-12 had to lose. Georgia had to lose. Everyone had to lose. Yeah, that was a playoff game for Utah. They knew if they got in, because everyone knew Georgia was going to lose, essentially, that they would have won. But they're saying, oh, we didn't make the playoffs. You, you were in a playoff. You just didn't perform and get to the playoffs. Correct. Um, all right, national championship preview we can save, but early thoughts is that I agree with you. Massive overreaction to to beating Oklahoma. We knew they weren't that good. I, I don't know how people are taking the Clemson win. I think they're saying, like, you know, if it was a fumble, Ohio State wins the game, Ohio State should have won the game, Clemson didn't play that well. I think you can spin that both ways. You can say, okay, what if they do play a complete game? What are they going to look like? Am I, crazy to think that, am I crazy to think that that catch was an incompletion and not a fumble? I really thought when I first saw it, it was an incompletion. Uh, I, think I didn't see a football move. The, right. Well, the thing is, what is a football move? Because he was definitely trying to run with the ball. The guy just didn't let him turn. I wouldn't say he didn't try to turn. And especially the issue is when he slows it down. Obviously, it looks like he took 18 steps and that he had possession. You got to do it in full speed. And I think major respect to the refs because here's the issue is that everyone tells them, okay, let the play play out. And then go review it, right? Because if they rule it dead there, then you can't you can't call a touchdown and a fumble. So they let it play out. But then the rule is when you go to review, it has to be conclusive to overturn it. That is the the, the biggest issue because they want to let them go. But then once you let them go, then you're completely flipping the script of the play. So I think they got it right. They let it play out. 
and then they made the decision okay we we got to look at it our we think it was 51 percent not a catch that's how it should be go it shouldn't have to be 100 percent. that's just yeah, how i, I was feel just, on the rule i don't know i was just like i saw it in real time and i, I didn't think twice about it and then obviously i took to twitter after the game and there's yeah. a bunch of crybabies on there i was like yeah. really like it was that big of a mess up i didn't think so at the time right it, it's a but, huge swing because they get 14 it's a 14 point swing clemson goes and scores that drive clemson also gets a roughing the kicker they score 99 yards clemson also goes 94 yards like listen the refs may, did not help ohio state without a doubt because they could have easily ruled it a fumble and a touchdown there's no doubt about that um the targeting on lawrence where uh shane gets kicked out of the game that's the rule. It's not a good rule, but it is the rule. It should have been 15 yards potentially with no ejection. Um, they score in that drive. But look, Ohio State, they had a 16-point lead. They kicked field goals. Dobbins drops two touchdowns. They get the ball. Uh, they let up a 94-yard touchdown drive in a minute. They get the ball back. They have a miscommunication. He throws a pick. Ohio State, at the end of the day, they lost the game. It is what it is. I will leave you with one thing, though. Did you see the last drive by Fields? Did he was that a bad throw or did the receiver fall on that interception? No, he so Fields I did see the last drive to answer your question. Yeah, so Fields is throwing a post route and Alave lit like it is literally the worst timing in the world. Like Awful. he takes a quarter of a, a a quarter of a second. If Olave sees Fields beginning his throwing motion, he continues his post and they win the game. And because Fields is a quarter second slow, he decides, all right, I'm going to switch the route, go to the corner where he would have been open realistically. Um, and Fields lets it fly. So he throws the pass. And we're watching in my living room. You know, my brother goes to Ohio State. My cousin goes to Ohio State. Uh, my brother's girlfriend goes to Ohio State. Pass to the end zone, Clemson catch. And Marina jumps up screaming as if they just won the game. Oh, my God. <laughs> Oh, that's unbelievable. She thought it was a touchdown. But in fairness, a bunch of Quinn's friends, uh, like Gotti and Lorbs, or I think it was Lorbs, um, they said they were at a huge Ohio State bar, and there was some celebration as well before they realized that it was just a, an interception. So that was that was a tough one. Um, I got a question. Are we hanging? Yeah. Are we sticking with Clemson? I think we have um, to. Yeah. I, I mean, listen. I, don't, I hate not, rooting against Joe Burrow and, and Coach O. I love yeah. them. It's been an unbelievable season, but like you take a stand on a hill, I mean, you got to finish it, no? I think a big part of my stand was that I just needed Clemson to beat Ohio State because now I have Clemson and LSU to win the title. So I'm just chilling. I'm, I'm going to root for a really fun game. Um, I think we'll stick with it. I do think early thoughts is that LSU probably, probably takes it. But, you know, yeah, a little over. Listen, we'll Trevor Lawrence has never lost a football game in college. So I think ever, people ever. are are <laughs> underrating this guy a little. Like, he's a serious gamer. He's a winner. They have your favorite thing. What's he have? Experience. Experience. We also, um, didn't, right, get one, we also didn't get one revenge game in the playoff. We thought we'd get, like, maybe one. Not yeah. one. <laughs> we thought we were lining up for... Two like four revenge, revenge semifinals games. and a championship, and we get Burrow versus Lawrence, which, I mean, it's the best game, so I'm excited. Um, I actually, I really, really, really want to go down to the game. Um, but you are. Uh, well, I was planning on it, but now it's, well, I guess the Ravens play Saturday, so that's big. I would have to fly down Sunday, go to the game Monday, and come back. I might do it. We'll see. 
I think you should. I, I, I agree. The game's going to be so dope. I hope so, man. I mean, you're seeing some of these playoff games. Some of them are good. Some of the, it's, it's always hit or miss with these games. That was my prediction. You can ask uh, my family. I said, I don't know. I think Clemson's going to win, but I do think this is going to be one of the best playoff games we've ever seen, if not the best. I think it's probably number two behind Georgia's comeback against Oklahoma in the Rose Bowl with Mayfield a couple years yeah. ago. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'd have to agree. All right. I feel like when we don't talk Eagles Ravens, it's a lot more uh, amicable on the podcast. But uh, the the ratings and viewers would say they probably enjoy the the distastefulness. So. Oh well, then tune in for Thursday's episode because I'll be ready to go. But the issue is that I'm doing this thing where I'm rooting for the Eagles. So should I just should I go to the Seahawks side, or are we fine with me supporting the Eagles? Listen, man. You do what you have to do. I'm going to do what I got I a lot to of do. thinking to do in these next 48 before uh, I, Thursday's I, pod. Thankfully, I do not. Because my team <laughs> uh, got in. Final, final thing. Shout out PMM Edits on Instagram. He edited our vlog. Vlog is going to – by the time this podcast is posted, I hope to have the vlog from when I went to Philly uh, with Abe. And we enjoyed a wonderful day in the stadium. The link gets loud. I will say that. The link gets loud. We knew that. It's playoff time. Uh, season went way too fast, but we oh, have wait, a can few... we do special special memorials shout out? Jameis Winston, our oh, guy, yes. started his rookie contract with a pick six. He ended his rookie uh, contract. Was it a pick six or just a pick? His, his, the first throw of his rookie contract I saw on Twitter was a pick six. Okay. He ended his rookie contract yesterday on a walk-off pick six, becoming the first quarterback in NFL history. With 30 touchdowns and 30 interceptions, Jameis Winston, on behalf of the Snapback fam, on behalf of the host, Jack and Abe, we love you. We need you to stick around in the NFL. Get ready for the, the 30 for 30, the story of Jameis Winston. I've seen that on Twitter as well. <laughs> All right. Shout out, Jameis. Go Ravens. Abe, we'll see you in Miami, kid. Go Eagles. <laughs>